Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Behind the Edge podcast. I'm your horse, Kai, joined with my cool horses, Jake, and the eth- ethereal spirit of Vex. Vex isn't able to join us today because he's got some family stuff on and he's uh, out of town, as always, but uh, he should be with us for the next episode. Unless he dies. So, he dead. <laughs> he got COVID <laughs> for a second time. <laughs> um, so, for admin stuff, uh not much we've been a little bit inconsistent and we apologize for that but uh it's because we've had a lot of life stuff going on uh i joined the military i no longer have hair i get every couple days off on the weekends but um i i'm trying to stay active wherever i can and jake's currently moving so uh it's really not very easy for him to to join in on on these episodes so uh we're we're pretty lucky to to be able to record uh whenever we can so we we're still trying to figure that out but on a much nicer note we have a couple new things to announce first up we have a possible sponsor from a new brand we won't tell you who it is just yet but hopefully we'll get more income and we'll be able to um afford better equipment so that you guys don't hear so much of the echo and stuff like that. Haha, <laughs> echo, because he left. Um, oh. We'll, <laughs> we'll, Pouring salt we'll in the deep wounds. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> well, we'll be able to to increase our budget and stuff like that. And uh, hopefully be able to afford more time. I'll, I'll still continue making stuff. And speaking of making stuff, so recently... We ha- I had a project with uh, a good buddy of ours, uh, Adam from NW Bladeworks. Very cool guy, very nice guy. You guys should all follow him on Instagram at AW Bladeworks. Uh, he does regrinds and custom fixies and stuff like that. He's a super nice guy, and we recently did a little bit of a knife off competition slash charity raffle kind of thing, and we ended up raising about a thousand dollars for a charity, and so. Uh, if you guys want to see stuff like that more often or you guys want to participate in, in raffles like that, we'd love to do it again. Uh, all the proceeds went into a nonprofit organization called Tap Cancer Out because I'm an ambassador for them because I love jujitsu and I love uh, making knives and stuff. And so, yeah, that was a, a really fun experience for both of us. And uh, if you guys would like to see more of that, feel free to shoot us an email. So... For this week, we don't really have any emails because y'all don't want to fucking send us feet pics anymore, I guess. Yeah, what's up with that? Like, how do you expect... I, I'm going through a drought here now because I haven't had feet, yeah. pics, feet pics in so long. Yeah. How, how could you do this to us? It's like, what do we do? What do we do to... Not even a damn the... ankle or a toe. <laughs> what do we do to deserve the lack of the lack of ankle pics? Come on, guys. Um yeah, so we we got one email, which was the potential sponsorship, and uh, we're just kind of waiting. So if you guys want to send us questions, want to send us um, any requests, stuff like that, Pictures please of feet. feel free to shoot us an email. Or feet, yeah, just feet, maybe an ankle, maybe like a single toe, I don't know. Like you're really weird. Put it in a sock with like one toe sticking out, that's extra kinky. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like toe lines, right? Love a, love a bit of a tease. Um yeah, so that's that's it for admin stuff. Uh, we'd love to hear more from our wonderful, wonderful viewers. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Peace. I mean, uh, Bye guys. anyway. Fucking what? idiots. <laughs> <laughs>
I got him. That's so mad. Uh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> so back to the the actual episode. Uh, Jake, what are you carrying today? Um, I have the horseman with me. Uh, the Grimsby horseman. Um, I, it's been hectic. So my knife collection. I finally have it moved um up upstairs into my office where I'm recording right now. Um, it's been downstairs on the kitchen table for like a week because it's been neglected. Um. But I'm finally trying to carry some stuff, so I carried the the Norseman with me today. Good old reliable Norseman. Good old reliable. And uh, what have you got? I love I love the shape of uh well no, I don't love the shape of it. I just love the the silhouette because it looks useful, but then like I don't know, I've never tried a Norseman personally, but they yeah. are they're a lot better, so I don't know why. Um, after seeing Nick Shabazz's review of them, I wasn't really into them for a long time, but then I was like, I really want to use your Norseman for some fucking reason. Yeah, and, right. And at this point, it's probably my most carried knife in my current collection. Um, right, right. I didn't beat it all to hell, but I got it really cheap, so I was, you know, yeah, I was like, Yeah, I feel like it's one of those knives you gotta feel, um, before, like, you know whether you love it or not. Um, I, I I tried two. I tried a newer one. I think number three thousand something, and I hated it. I really hated. It. I was like, "There's no way this is nine hundred dollars." And then I got this <laughs> one, which is number eight eighty, and it's to me at least, it's significantly better. Um, I'm sure there are right. people who would disagree with that, but that's just my take on it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, um, the they're I don't know. They're they're definitely like variations and stuff to to stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I'm pretty excited for the new RAS coming out. Well, new-ish. Like, I wish they were more accessible. Um, I think the V1s are going for, like, what, like $800 now? Which, uh, it's pretty decent. I, I really want to pick one up, but... Uh, I actually right got drawn for one, um, like, oh, three shit. weeks ago. But, obviously, I, there was no way now I could swing $1,000 after dropping... It was a thousand for a RAS? It was like nine. It was like the table price. It was like nine fifty or whatever it was. Fuck's um, sake. Oh it my was God. I actually I, I may have a picture of it off to off to send it to you. Oh my um, lord. I remember really when like I was starting to get into knives, like my my end goal grail was a a Starburst uh Starburst? Sunburst? Uh you, you know what I'm talking about. The milled uh RASC I oh god. I you're, still want one so bad. You're going to be pissed off. Oh, uh, yeah. This one. Yeah, yeah basically. That's the one I got pulled a, for. Oh, uh, so good. I was like, Love shit, that looks good. It's For those of you who can't see, it's Blurple with gold hardware. And it's uh, yeah, it looks really Starburst good. pattern. <sighs> yeah, I really like uh, the Starburst pattern on that. It's it okay, looks though. really sick. Uh, yeah, so for today, I'm a... Uh, oh, Whoops. I'm doing the poor boy carry. I got a micro Evo Typhoon. Very cool knife. Very excited for the mini Tempest that's going to be coming up soon. Um, I am not allowed to leave my house because the army is worried that we'll all contract the coronavirus again. Because uh, for those of you guys who do not know, uh, Singapore is on lockdown for the third time. Woo! Because um, some guy, some old man wanted to get his dick wet at a, at a strip club slash karaoke bar and uh everyone there got covid so uh we're back up at like 300 cases a day we have like random murders happening we we basically need batman at this point so i'm stuck at home i'm carrying the micro evo typhoon and i'm gonna go make a nitro v warney later uh so that should be pretty fun 
Uh, at least I have something to do while I'm at home. And yeah, good knife. I love the micro Evo Typhoon. Very cool. Uh, Alright, should we move on to the news, Jake? Straight on to the news. Um, Let's go. So this first one is... It looks really interesting to me um, from Kaiser, which is weird because normally they do shit that just is boring as hell. Uh, this is the Kaiser SS1. Apparently, this was a collaboration uh, between the company's lead designer and a um, marketing supervisor. It's at least the one they have here is a purple G10. It's a front flipper with a very stout-looking Tonto. Um, the lines look really, really clean to me. I it does have a, a clip mounting option on both sides so i'm not super excited about that um right. this one is in 154 cm though not a super awesome steel but it's a nice change up from their standard s35 yep for sure um i'm really curious to see what the price point is on this i'm guessing they're kind of going for civivi with that steel and the materials um so yeah. I'm, i would say between yeah, I see. 40 and 70 maybe i see that coming up i see that coming up uh yeah i i think it's definitely gonna be a, a budget choice i something about silhouette just it looks like an umkovsky like when it's closed like i don't know if you see it yep i I, uh, I did not see like if you squint at it really fucking hard it i see exactly yeah. what you mean um yeah but when it's open it looks like a i don't know it looks like a very traditional quaken shape but at the same time like very it almost reminds me of an assassin knife when it's open like it's it's a very right. like which uh, that that may not be fair to assassin or kaiser it's a very um minimal looking design it looks very clean when it's open um, right right yeah very much so um speaking of like assassin and kaiser funnily enough they do have a collab coming up yeah. called the inyan it's a big honkin flipper and uh yeah it's uh pretty cool he's a uh, assassin knives is a really cool guy and uh very happy to see his stuff coming to production uh should be able to support him for a bit longer and also the yeah i don't know like kaiser doing quiet reveals and stuff for for budget models i i'm not sure if that's the the right move personally yeah but i don't know at, at this point like their their company hasn't pumped out anything like that's amazing uh oh, they've, they've completely fallen off as far as i think most people in the knife community are concerned um which is a yeah, shame 100%. because they they had some really interesting designs that i don't think were executed properly and after that big right. change with the company a year or two ago i, I think it's yeah it's been kind of. Mm. I think ever since, well, the first the first design they had that that really wowed everyone was was the Gemini because it proved that like you know titanium frame lock flippers can come out of China well as well. Um, but right now it's it really is like a little bit of a. I feel like their brand is getting a bit confused with where they're gonna go, um, since most of their lead designers did go to Cancep. Like just look at their their collabs with uh, what's her face? Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, the Swayback, but yeah. I can't remember who it's designed by, but because she's an influencer, swags. I think. Yeah, right. Uh, sharp, and, sharp and pointy swags, right? Fucking. Because uh, she's, I'm not I guess, one about of her. influencers. Yeah, everyone's simping for her and, like, buying the Swayback. Like, I, I guess I kind of see the appeal because it's, it's a button lock? That's maybe the only thing I can I think, think the of, design but... looks fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm just going to coin that out there. <laughs> It just looks I, awful to me. I think the flipper, the flipper doesn't mesh well with the 
with the design like it's not as clean as it should be it looks opinion. like it was designed by an influencer not a knife designer um yeah, fair enough the it the ergonomics look fucking awful to me um like so the flipper yeah. does not mesh well it also has thumb studs um which right. i think probably would have looked better just in the thumb studs instead of the flipper um the flipper just looks so bizarre yeah. the flipper the flipper doesn't it doesn't hide away well i also oh, think speaking of that though way too much like belly on the handle looks weird i don't know Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's def like I don't like the straight sway back. It it kind of reverses the whole point of being a sway back to begin with. Yeah. But uh, I also want to point out that the person who des- who helped design uh, so the marketing supervisor for Kaiser uh, for the SS1, uh, she she also happens to be the person who poses in most of the Kaiser photos with the painted nails and shit. And I fucking love the comments where they're just like. Very pretty lady, very nice nails, and I'm like, you can't even see her. Right. What? You can't even see her in most of those pictures. You yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. Wait, let me let me send you a photo. This knife does look real. really good though. I just pulled it up on Instagram where the pictures a little bit high resolution. It's really fucking clean looking. She did a great Which job one? on it. The Which SS one. Oh, if you go on her, yeah, yeah, her yeah. Instagram, I see it. it. I see it. It's a, it's a good photo. Her nails are nice, sure. but you can't even see her face in that. How do you know she's pretty? Yeah, exactly. Like also, uh, I don't know. P- can there not be a girl on the internet without people fucking creeping on her? Like, good god, <laughs> you wonder what? It's fucking scary, dude. Like, that people, like you can literally show a knife, an, uh, a knife action video, and they'd be like, "Whoa, very pretty fingernails." <laughs> oh, she has like, a video <laughs> best this one too. Yeah. Depending on the size, looks, I may get this. This looks pretty sick actually i'm not a big fan of american tantos but i'm not either uh, but i, I, I this looks like it'd be really appeal. good slim carry yeah but uh, I'm, I, I'm worried it's gonna be like a 2.7 or 3 inch blade something like that. <laughs> yeah you should check that out. uh i wonder what bte is but yeah that's definitely probably pretty fucking thick it looks a little chunky to yeah be honest. It's, but it's I, a tanto i don't know though because the grind looking at the um Fuck, what do you call that? Where it, the, the, the the Yokote? The damn angle where it meets the choil. The angle where it meets the choil? Fuck. The, the like, plunge? The plunge, thank you, God. I could not think of that fucking word for some reason. The, right, the plunge. It yeah. looks super <laughs> aggressive, though. Um, It could just be the uh, angle she's holding at in this picture. But it... it I, I see it, yeah. It looks like they ground it really, really thin. So I guess we'll see. Yep. Also, can't it's tell there from that picture if it's sure. slightly hollow or if it's flat. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's flat. It should be flat. The the grind like, lines are what I'm looking at, and they look like they bow just a little bit as you get towards the pivot. But maybe, yeah, yeah, I see it. It's probably like just flat in the way it's turned. Too. To be honest, I doubt yeah. they hollow grind that. It's really hard for production to do uh, hollow hollow grinds yeah. these days. Yeah. All right. On to the next one. We've got Who Knives returning with a UK-friendly folders. I've actually never heard of Who Knives. Never heard of them either, but uh, this knife design looks really cool to me. Yeah, it's made by Carl... Carl fuck. Can't speak. <laughs> Carl Pearson. Uh, he's a UK-based brand releasing caters to British knife laws. Uh, so we have titanium... Uh, his first thing was a titanium flipper, non-locking, double detent. Very cool uh, concept if it was executed well. I I didn't try it. I've never heard of it. But 
He has a new design called the V2. Um, so same thing. It's a comp. Oh, actually, this is new. Compound grind, 2.9 inch drop point blade, so just under three inches. So I guess it's legal for UK carry. S35VN, and it opens with a thumb stud, uh, with a twist. It has a removable and adjustable thumb stud. Ooh. Yeah, okay. so when I was uh, briefly over in Europe, there were a lot of places where it was like, yeah, you can have a knife. It can be, if it's under the size, but you have to require two hands to open it. So I'm guessing yeah. if, if they're traveling a lot, they can just unscrew that, take it off, and you have a right. two-handed knife. Right, right. Um, I really sure. wish this design, I know he won't offer it in a locking manner, but I love the clip. I love the silhouette of the knife. Um, I think it would be really interesting to try one out, but... I don't. Is it? Is this one double descent too? Run on ball bearings. Yeah, it's double, oh yeah, double, it's double descent. Double yeah, for sure. It's a How double descent. How much D10. is this? Uh, Let me see. That's a good question. They don't the price check. Let me check his website. If this link ever opens, holy hell! Yeah, same. It's taking forever. Anyway, uh, oh yeah, here we go. It's, uh, it's loaded. Uh, one hundred and five dollars yeah. for the original V one. That's one hundred five euros. Sorry. <laughs> one hundred five pounds. 105 pounds. It's, oh, is uh, it, is it, oh, it is pounds. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking the UK that. having a different currency and shit. It all looks That's, the same uh, way. Let me do a, a change to the US dollar real quick. So That's I'm, 145 USD. If you look at the, the V1, I'm fairly certain this one's going to cost a decent bit more. Um, just because the V1 looks so much more basic and kind of bland. Yeah. It moved to... Uh, instead of M390, yeah, it's S35. S- S35, so it, yeah. That should save a few dollars. Yeah, it should be a little bit uh, cheaper, in my opinion. But um, it it is cool, and I do like the concept. Uh, it reminds me a lot about the Olamic. Uh, fuck. The big one. Soloist. The big one with the... Yeah, the Soloist. The one with the... The movable uh, thumb stud. Uh, like you can move it front and back and all that, um, and I think that's uh, pretty interesting. It's it's definitely a cool concept, and uh, it's cool to see people still trying to carry knives around in the UK. Like, well, legally, of, of course. Like, this is obviously a very utilitarian design. Um, definitely not made to stab anyone or anything like that. So, uh, props to him. Uh, very cool design. Uh, I wish. I don't know. The handle just looks a bit too angular and sharp for me but hopefully that if it's contoured well i don't think it'll be a big issue yeah it looks it looks good so yeah excited to see that uh would love to try a double detent uh thumb stud opener all right jake you can take the next one the city stylum um this is a it's a ferrum forge uh, ferrum forge collab and you can kind of tell that, but I feel like they've backed off of their design language maybe just a little bit for this one. Um, right. It does have some hallmarks of Ferrum Forge. It has like the weird fucking finger choil looking thing. Uh, very similar handle shape, similar clip, but it is a front flipper um, with kind of a really low profile rounded flipper tab thing. Um, right under three inch blade. It looks to me a lot like a front flipper version of the gent but a little bit more narrow um i uh, i feel like this looks like a very long version of the civivi elementum 
Yeah. Um, with a front flipper. Just that, drag it's that. like it's like yeah, they yeah. squished it a little bit and make it kind of thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this also cutter. has a a steel that I've never used. You may know something about this. It's ten CR fifteen C O M O V. I don't have a clue what the hell that is. Um, they said it's analogous to VG10, which I, I personally enjoy a lot. I know a lot of people don't really like it, but... I don't love it. I think it's it's very okay. But yeah, I've, I've heard it being compared to, like, very vaguely to VG10, depending on purity. Um, because VG10 is a very, like, clean and pure steel. 10CR yeah. is... There's a little bit more room for error. Um, so depending on which factory is producing... Uh, the 10CR, it's it's really like a hit or a miss. But yeah, I, I definitely see the the kind of appeal, but I'm not I'm just not a huge fan of like Ferrum Forge recently. They haven't come up with anything. They've been boring. So, yeah, and also because like they, they did all that like shit talk about uh, steel and all that, and then they proceed to, to sell out. Well, not really sell out, but well, actually, yeah, sell out. They they yeah, basically they sold, out. sold out to to Wii and CVV. Um, I will also say just, this. Yeah, I think this knife is missing. I think it. This design looks like something that a lot of uh, newer people in the hobby would be really interested in. I think they fucked right. up by making it a double detent uh, front flipper, though. Right. Because that's that's becoming a really saturated market, and at that point, you're competing with stuff like. Um, the uh, Monterey Bay uh, EWC, which is a, a stellar right. knife with a, a better steel, guaranteed better fin- finish. Sure. Probably a little it's... bit more expensive, but and then you also yeah. have the um, shit. Um, yeah. God. What's the one we literally just looked at? What's that? The the who knives, like that's that's probably gonna be a little bit more, yeah. but that's a, a better steel, titanium. Like, they're entering a really weird... Because I'm guessing this is going to be like 60 70 bucks. They're entering a really weird spot with this. I don't know what they're really going for. I would kind of wish right. they just made it a liner lock, but it's they probably have a ton of those already. Yeah. It's... It's... Uh, I don't know. It's It looks very plain, and I think um, that's what CVV's been doing recently. Uh, They've been coasting off the Elementum realistically yeah exactly like yeah. they had a massive fucking hit with that and they've just been riding it i think they're trying to capture that same simplistic design in another yeah, knife think... they can sell more of but i they're failing so far as far as i'm concerned yeah i think they they kind of took too much um i don't know they just kind of went like uh they just kind of went like, eh, we'll just go, we'll just go like really simple and ride off the hype of the uh, elementum, and I don't know if it's working out too well. Well, for us, like I guess as enthusiasts and shit like that, like what it, I don't really see the appeal. Did, but did you um, know that they did see S thirty five VN and Civivi knives? Sorry, what? Yeah, they have. Uh, I'm looking at the. It's called the Appalachian Drifter Front Flipper. I've never seen this design before. Um, oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. It looks a uh, lot like their slip joint. Yeah. But it's S35. With micarta and 12 carbon fiber. Dark green micarta. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. This is the, the slip joint. It's like the... It was, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the Drifter. This is this is relatively new, I think. Yeah, it's under their coming soon section. That's yeah, just it's it's new. They're really gonna they're mess Kaiser up if they start doing hundred dollar S thirty five VN knives. Fuck me! I wish uh, I don't bad. know. Like, yeah, I wish they could do some like testing and shit. Uh, Personally, I, I would just skip S thirty five VN. They're doing a lot in ten CR. Holy shit! Yeah, ten CR is. Ten CR is an awful. That's the thing. It's it's just very okay. I've never tried. I, I like nine CR. I've had decent experience with that. I've never had experience with ten CR. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. I I can see that happening. Uh, all right. Moving on to the next one, the Civivi Lazar. Uh, fuck is this? Wait, can I even open this? Hold up. Yeah, it's this. It's the second picture. Um, it's the Aishim design. The Aishim design? Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, right, so the CVV Lazar. Let me... I actually can't open this. It says I need to be over 18. I'm 19. Please, sir. Let me in. <laughs> Wait, could you just, like, take a photo and, like, send it to the to the chat? I don't know why it won't let me in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can me... see the rest of CVVs. I can see the rest of Civivi's posts, but like, just not. Let me see um, if I can. Just not this one for some fucking reason. Uh, the Civivi Lazar. Okay, that's. There you go. Sounds interesting, I guess. Oh fuck me! Please. I don't think I took a picture of the right thing. Uh, which one is it? Oh, is it is it the little the little chubster one? No. Let me no. resend it. It. That picture fucked Back. up massively. Will this one I do it? Fucking... Damn it! Hold on. Here, I'll I'll just discuss Help. this one. I'll let you take the next one. So, um, it's another Aishim design, which we haven't seen anything from Aishim in a while. Um, right. It's been he's really really weird. Trip. I don't know what the fuck he's been doing. Personally, I his design has been usually really miss for me. There's a few things he's designed that I really really liked. Um. But usually they're the flippers are fucking weird and the geometry's off on the handle. The ergonomics are terrible. It's really chunky and narrow, so it doesn't hold well. I don't know. His stuff's not. <sighs> He's very much like a surrealist designer. I think he designs more for aesthetics than functionality, which is what gets to me. Right. Um, I posted a picture of that by the way. You should be able to see it now. Um, ah, I see, I it's, see it. It's, it's the, the Persian style. Yeah, you could immediately tell it's Aishim. Yeah. Immediately. Um, yeah. And and he had one of the early, somewhat popular CBB designs, the McKenna, um, which isn't bad. It was just really freaking small. I'm hoping this one's a little bit bigger. It looks like based off of the, the screw size, assuming that's a T6 down towards the bottom of the handle, looks like it's going to be maybe a, a 3.25, 3.5 inch. Um blade here and it's i guarantee it's gonna be a front flipper because i don't see any other opening mechanism on here right yeah it's it's probably gonna be a front flipper or thumb stud uh not thumb stud sorry opening hole um that's gonna be interesting i guess coming out in august uh is that brushed the... copper and bronze on the right hand side yep yeah yeah so vivi's been doing that for a bit okay uh it's 
interesting for sure i find it weird that the first thing we hear about from him in so long is this i don't know i don't know it, it looks a lot like the mckenna but upscaled and just yeah i don't know man like wait let me do a quick browse on uh, elijah isham let's go what have you been doing he's been honestly it looks like he's just been straight vibing he, he hasn't done anything since like Fucking first of January, twenty twenty. I wonder what his actual then, job is. He's a no. He's not an interior designer. That's uh, that's Tashi. Um, he's a surrealist. It, surrealist. It says the surrealist I- ideal. Yeah, surrealist idealist. He's it's it's definitely interesting. I he guess. may like, just do nice stuff, style. but I don't understand how. I don't know what he does outside of his uh, Instagram has been thing. fucking dead. Yeah. Last really post October twenty twenty. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know, it's, I don't know uh, what he's been up to. It is what it is. But uh okay, so moving on. <laughs> Again with Civivi, because they're the only company that's able to pump stuff out. Uh we touched about this a while ago, but uh, we're going to talk about it again. So it's the CVV Bull uh, coming out from Brad Zinker, designed by Brad Zinker. It has a Nitro V stonewash blade in uh, 2.92 inches with a marble carbon fiber handle with different colors. Uh, looks clean. Like it's it's It looks like something Brad Zinker is very known for. Yeah, I, I think uh, this one has some potential for them. Um, yeah, design wise to 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 be something that may sell well because Brad Zinker's designs usually sell pretty well for companies like Boker and stuff. Um, but you had mentioned what I was kind of worried about, which is the heat right. treat on their Nitro V. Right, because <clears throat> there's um, a lot of companies that have used Nitro V occasionally, and they they just fucking ruin it. Yeah, exactly. It's the thing is, ABL and Nitro V, they're, they're not expensive, but the heat treatment for them is, uh, it definitely takes a bit more care. It's kind of like how you can get the the best ingredients in the world for, like, and you want to make a cake, but it could still come out like crap if you, like, I don't know, burn everything. Um, very much the same thing with heat treating steel. And uh, usually it's pretty easy, I feel, to to tell if a company's doing it well because they'll you can ask if they do like cryo and if like um the cryo like what temperature they they sanitize at and stuff like that uh, a good example of this which very few people know surprisingly is uh max ace so max ace or midnight cat i guess um they have videos pretty regularly of them pulling stuff out of like deep nitrogen cooling which uh hats off to them very interesting stuff I've tried, um, I think Midnight Cat Studios is like the design and Maxis uh, production, like manufacturer. Yep. Um, I tried a sandstorm from them, which I kind of miss, but I'm, I'm not stupid. I would get it back and fucking never care because it was massive. But yeah. um, the M390 that was on that, I didn't have it for more than like a month or two, but it was surprisingly solid in a little bit of time. I did use it. Um, yeah, it's And it it's was really well good. made. Yeah, so I... I definitely trust their their heat treat, and I hope Civivia goes down the same path. And because it's definitely, 
it's definitely a thing I feel more people should be uh, aware of. Like, um, I don't know, just heat treat and stuff like that. Just um, the steel itself isn't as severe as uh, I don't know. It, it just needs to be. It just needs to be better. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> It really just does need to be better. Um, and more people need to start paying attention to it because they need to stop looking at the ingredients. They need to start looking at the process too. Um, so yeah, that's uh, my take on it. And I hope the Nitro V is done well. We'll, we'll get some testing done soon enough probably from uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll hear the something usual about suspects. It. Yeah, usual suspects. Um, love them knives and other guys like that. Cool people. So, moving on, we've got a DLT trading exclusive, which, uh, is it still in stock? Yes, it's still in stock. That's a pleasant surprise. Is uh, it really, we have these... at that price? Yeah, it says in stock. And no, I mean, is it a surprise at that price? 315 fucking bucks for G10? Uh, these... Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Spyderco Tough in OD Green G10 with a black crew wear blade. I really wanted a Tough, I, uh, uh, but man. holy shit, 300 fucking dollars. Yeah, I know if you adjust for inflation, the original was the same. Fuck, it was discontinued for a fucking reason because it wasn't selling. Um, It's just, I mean, it, it looks, you know, the design's nice. Crew wear is a great steel. Spider coat has good heat treats on steel, but three hundred fifteen fucking dollars. And apparently, a lot of people agree with me because they're still in stock. <laughs> this may be um, the longest I've seen a sprint run, especially a, a like a what do you call that? Where they like, bring something back? I don't know. Yeah, like the like the limited. Yeah, limited like reproduction and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's a. I'm glad to see it happening because um, a lot of the time when a lot of these knives were still just starting to to pop up, I, I wasn't in a knife hobby yet. I was probably way too young. Um, and it's cool that like they do a, a new unique take on it, but I'm going to be completely real, Spyderco. Like, your, your fucking new takes are, are fucking horse shit. They... I don't know, man. It just... It doesn't vibe well with me because the original tough. Okay, wait. Let me let me pull up some stats real quick. I'm gonna do a quick Google. Uh, Spider code tough. Uh, I know it was really interesting. So the original Spider code tough was in G10, mm -hmm. and the steel was. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It was in 3V. So definitely not crew wear. Um, but also definitely not, you know, it was, it was cool for the price, but it also wasn't in fucking complete black in OD green G10. In my opinion, that's, that's a bit of a cop out to try to explain your, your pricing. Seems like a uh, And also the fact that it's a DLT exclusive. I just, I don't... Yeah, I don't like that. And I don't like the like the same thing with the rock lobster. Uh I, I always want to try a rock lobster out, but it kind of yeah. pulls away from the point because it's not it's no longer like, you know, uh any corrosion resistant because they made it in what M4? M4? Yeah. 
M4 and JG10 instead of like, I don't know, I feel like Vanax or LC200N would be a much better much better fit for something like that. Um, and I hope that if Spyderco brings these back, they're more likely to to get something, you know, that actually it gives a bit more respect to the to the original rather than rather than just you know going with the flow of whatever whatever's popular now um and that would be yeah that's what that, that's my personal opinion um there's going to be plenty of people who disagree <laughs> and say like oh the new takes are better uh and yeah uh, to each their own you know but uh in my opinion i feel a lot of characters lost in in these uh reinventions of the 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 bringing back the new uh the old knives so yeah Alrighty. so jake segue us into the main topic so at the request of our favorite listener ever jim um we are going to give i know it's a little late we're going to give our takes on the blade show awards what we think should have won not all the categories we don't have time for that and it was it would just be an, an absolute nightmare just to go through all the knives um 100 but we do have a few um that we're going to go through and we're also going to uh give our worst um blade show award to a knife that was it's not a knife and it wasn't a blade show but it's it's pretty terrible um (laughs) so i guess i will start us off with the best overall knife um which me and kai we talked for for hours about this really sat down really discussed it and it's the it's the magna (laughs) cut 80 20 um if you have tried to buy one of these uh, and you weren't at blade show then you know they're going for like two grand right now um, but 8020 is a, a really, really cool design um, using the shark block. It's it's a good size, in my opinion. And the fact that Demco did some in MagnaCut was a really fucking big deal. Um, there were some there that were full tie in MagnaCut. And I think it is the best overall knife of Blade Show. It's an interesting design with an interesting steel. It was, it was new and it was fresh and it was something to be excited about. And then the Blade Show Awards went to the fucking Fox Knives Saturn. Like, that's that's just so stupid to me. Anyway, I'll go ahead and uh, pass it back to you for the next one. Right. So, that was the overall. Um, so, for the best American made, uh, which none of us were able to handle because... Uh, Not yet. They've been slacking. Uh, except one of us, one of our good friends, uh, Helvetil from Helvetil, Helvetil. I have no fucking idea how to pronounce your name, but anyway, our good, our good friend, our good friend um, Tyler. Um, I don't know if that's considered doxing him, but anyway, he's a great guy. Uh, sends very nice cat photos. He's a, a very good friend of ours. He has beautiful. He cats. was lucky enough to, yeah, he has beautiful cats. He was lucky enough to be called on a raffle. And uh, we got really, really good. Uh, well, he he had really glowing uh, comments about the mini Arius, and that's our American pick for the Blacho Award. Um, for those of you who felt the Arius was too wide, too tall, too chonky, which no one thought uh, that if they had any fucking sense. <laughs> I thought it was it was maybe a tad wide, but not like it definitely wasn't like a bad thing. Um, 
the mini areas should have uh, remedied most of that, made it a little bit slimmer, a little bit shorter. Um, and yeah, it overall seems like a, a decent upgrade to the full-size areas, and uh, I believe that alone gives it a, a good pick for the best American mate for Blade Show. Uh, compared to all the other stuff out there, honestly, um, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, <laughs> I, Let's just be honest. It was a low bar this year. I'm not saying that yeah, many areas is a bad knife, but it, it there was no real competition that was serious. Yeah, for sure. You know, Rick Hander sure. didn't come up with a new fucking knife. Chris Reeve didn't drop, you know, the the reintroduction of the uh, tie lock. You know, it. Not, there, yeah. th- this was the best we had. Yeah. And, yeah, totally, 100% agree. It's, uh, it's definitely a thing. I, the, I would grab one if you can before Nick Shabazz puts out a video about it because him and his little bitch areas. hands are going to go all over that motherfucker. Yep. It is going to... Because everyone knows smaller is better. Uh, <laughs> on that note, though, I want to point out that... Uh, this is completely sidetracked, but uh, so that's the best American made. But also, another American made knife that I personally am not a huge fan of is the TRM Neutron. And so Cedric oh and God. Ada, Pete from Cedric and Ada... Uh, he did a he got sick recently and he also uploaded a video of him saying the Neutron was his favorite knife because uh, it's like the TRM Adam but smaller I feel that's not a completely fair statement to the Neutron but that's just my opinion and I tried the Adam because and it was super underwhelming I, I had an Adam it's the only package that's ever been like lost to the void uh you get those every yeah man. yeah but it it really doesn't usually happen but um yeah it honestly the atom was i paid what 200 for it it was it was very okay it's it's not superb by any means um the blade performance honestly also seemed a little bit underwhelming what are you talking about nick shabazz said it was really it had really thin blade stock and therefore would cut well Thin blade stock equals cut well. Haha, that's a funny. Fact. That's a fucking fact. I, that's. <laughs> I have. Why a, does this podcast even I, exist? Why does our podcast? What even is objective fact? What is, Wait, do you want to see thin BTE? blade stock? I have a. What is BTE? I have a. Wait, hold on. I I so I made a a nitro V fixie the other day. Um, here's the stock. Um, I don't see anything. Just let it soak in real quick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's um, really thin stock, and then plus a good grind. No shit. If you squint, that's... it just looks like your finger is cut. Oh, dang. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it looks like my finger got cut in half. You, you honestly can't uh, ideally, see the, the blade at all in the top darker half of the photo if you squint a little bit. Just completely fits Ideally... Out. Okay, so for you guys who want to see this, uh, we'll po- we'll post it up in the follow along. But basically, this is what happens when you have really thin stock and also a very aggressive grind. Um, you can see it transition from like the handle, uh, handle tang all the way down to the to the actual blade and how it basically doesn't exist. Um, ideally, that's what I enjoy personally. Um, but I'm convinced grinding 63 HRC Nitro V is like one of the gates of hell. So if TRM does the same thing with their 20 CV. Uh, it's, it's a big no bueno for me. 
because they they probably leave a very high grind on her. Uh, I think mine measured in around like what twenty three thou, which is okay with the thin blade stock, but it it doesn't mean everything. So yeah, that's just my opinion, and that's why uh they didn't get American made knife of the year, even though they came out with the shadow. So yeah, woo. I forgot uh, that even existed, honestly. Sorry, what? I forgot the shadow existed. I I was so hyped for the shadow until I realized that the manufacturing quality isn't isn't all all that there. Uh, yeah, but uh, it'd be like it'd be. So yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, next up, on to the best import of the Blade Show Award. In our opinion, would be the AD twenty point five, and not just because mm-hmm. it's, not just because it's uh. I don't know, like it's fun to play with or whatever. I genuinely think it's a it's a very interesting design that uh has been brought to to market at a it's affordable price. It's Dimco's first production non cold steel knife. Yeah, and he fucking knocked it out of the park. The reception on it has been stellar. Yeah, it really has been. Um, so much so, in fact, that because Metal Complex did a review on it, and he was like, haha, funny lock. It's very fun to play with." Um, they go for upwards of like two, three, uh, two hundred something dollars now. I think retail they're one forty nine. Uh, yeah, they 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 were really cheap at Blade Show. If it's a Blade Show edition, you could easily get two hundred dollars for it. Uh, I know a guy in Singapore who I had to help him move his uh eighty twenty point five like literally just yesterday. He paid two hundred for it, and there was a crack in the FRN, uh, brand new in box. So, not very poggers because it's, it's not, like uh, I don't understand paying a premium just because, you know, it's a it's a funny cool lock and and all that. Like yeah, I'd love to try one, but definitely not for two hundred. Um, personally, I'm I'm really eyeing a eighty twenty in Magna Cut because of the eighty twenty point five. But I've heard a lot of mixed things about the QC on the eighty twenty point five. It is definitely probably the most interesting knife uh, imported this year, though. Uh, I'll give them that. Um, so yeah, props to Demco on uh, winning the yep. Blade Show, the <laughs> Behind the Edge Blade Show Award uh, for best import and best overall. I think uh, very interesting um, stuff. If he continues to improve the the few. Uh, issues with it he could potentially pump out some really really cool exciting stuff yeah i genuinely think so too uh if demko wasn't so if he wasn't as much of a perfectionist and only went for like one fucking design uh every like three years i think that'd be great (laughs) because uh he's only had like what the ad 10 ad 15 ad 20 and now the ad 20.5 so I'm um, still very cool. He's very... Yeah, I can't wait for the eighty twenty-five. That's gonna be like a fucking ballast song with a triad lock. I mean, to be fair, the problem, Fuck. the reason he hasn't come up with many is every time he fucking does it, he uses a different lock. Exactly. Yeah, you you can't blame you can him. Only for lock not a knife in so many ways. Yeah, there's really so many things you can do to to make a knife open and close. Like, um. But yeah, props to him. Uh, very, very innovative and uh, very cool. So he gets the best import and best overall award. Congratulations, um, That's Demko. all we're going to do for... Yeah, congratulations, Mr. Demko. Please uh, hop into the podcast and bring Lynn Thompson one of these days. We're going to have a oh lovely God. chat. I would love to go boar hunting with Lynn Thompson. 
Same. We gotta watch that Filipino footwork in real time. I. What is he doing right now? Just kicking I, ass, I think man. He's, he's just yeah, going he's around kicking ass, kicking, kicking ass and stabbing boars. Fuck yeah, he's retired now, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's actually um, uh, ascending to godhood soon, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Real gamer shit. <laughs> uh, let me check his private Instagram. Lynn Thompson. Lim Thompson official. Let's see. What if what's he been doing? <laughs> uh, he's eating a a burrito with a breakfast burrito with a fucking bow song. Very cool. He's, st- oh, he's still just there's, being his, there's with a himself. New... Yeah, he really is. Wait, hold up. Wait, they're releasing a new battle song. Who? Cold Steel. Who the fuck? Who um, the wait, fuck no, no, wait, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. It's not even Cold Steel. It's it's Lynn Thompson's new brand. Wait, this is breaking news. He has a new brand. Yeah, he's uh, the boss man is back. The what? The new company is called Never Unarmed. And please be patient with the website. Information will drop here as we get it. The first knife will be selling a ballast song. Oh, God. Did you see? Oh, my God. Go- this man. Did you see the, the, the name on the blade? Yeah, it's Hidden, ha- hidden, hidden angel. angel. Hidden Angel. What the fuck? I read this Hidden Angle the first time. Okay, I want to point out. We don't know what the handle materials. Look at it. I'm assuming tie. S thirty five being blade. He says it's gonna be three hundred and fifty dollars. Wait, what? Yeah, read the comments oh, on his no. newest post. How much do they cost? Shooting for the three forty nine range. Fuck. Oh Jesus Christ. Fuck. Well, to be fair, um, in the early days of Cold Steel, it was um, what's it called they they had the arc the archangel the archangel archangel <laughs> yeah okay anyway. He needs well, to I run spell this. check on his third post where he has the video. Lynn Thompson forms it says, Does anyone want a Baliaong? Instead of a Bala Baliaong? <laughs> Baliaong. Baliaong. Oh no, poor guy. Oh, I- I'm what a watch fucking faker. Later. He hunts with guns. What a failure. Damn, I thought he uses a spear. That son of a bitch. It's fucking scammer. He has a lot of photos of him with like his fucking rifle. He loves he, killing shit. He goes shit. hunting a lot. Yeah, he just he's Oh he's god. A big man. I just he went was. on the website, Lynn Thompson's Never Unarmed. This is like Tom Clancy's fucking Rainbow Six shit. Innovating for the future of silent hunting. What the fuck? Gun magazines, Wait. spears, cutlasses, balisongs, axes, halberds, blowguns, oh. accessories. What the f- how this website fucks so hard. So he sells gun magazines. And in the same oh, fucking the sentence he sells cutlasses. <laughs> like Holy shit, yeah. That, that's a lot of budget that went into this website. Holy fuck. My lord. Razor tip broadheads. The bow song. Wait, is it already out? Is it out? Yo, this is actually some like... You can actually look at a bunch six. of his designs if you go to the shop. It's never unarmed slash shop. Yeah, it's... He, has, it he sells 1911 grips. Crazy. He has a bunch of blowgun parts. He has spears. Arsenal. Packs. Why the fuck would he leave Cold Steel just to make Cold Steel again? Super thin, nineteen eleven. Yeah, do you know how big dick of a big dick of a a fucking choice it was to sell Cold Steel and remake Cold Steel from your own pocket? It's <laughs> <laughs> so absolute hard. big dick tier. Oh my god! And he's selling like spears, gun mags. 
1911 grips, fucking blowguns. Oh my god, this man. Oh, is this the MSRP on the Hidden Angel Drop Points 329? I'm sure that's subject to change, though. That's MSRP, though. Yeah, so, so it should be lower. It, it, yeah, and doesn't get uh, pulled down. He has a shirt that says Axe Gang. Oh, wait, is this from fucking... Damn it. Oh, there's a fucking movie. I can't hold... Axe Gang? Wait, hold up. Wait, what? Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle, That's yeah, what right. it was. The Axe Gang. His fucking Axe Gang t-shirt. Okay, he just, uh, yeah, he yeah, just I went fucking like, way cooler in my Hustle. book. Oh my god, god. Lynn Thompson's actually ascended. He he scrapped his company so he could build it up from the ground. Oh, <laughs> Holy god, fuck. fucking legend. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the sheer big dick <laughs> energy that got radiates from this man it's it's such a shame that never unarmed hasn't gotten any like it really hasn't gotten much uh much traction unfortunately because i don't think they're on they're on full like production yet but i think once they do it's i mean this podcast gonna is gonna fucking... expose everything you know do they have an instagram yeah, page I... uh they have an instagram page yeah they don't say when they're coming out. A lens never unarmed. Then Angel. Uh this is okay, this is actually kinda interesting. He he completely remade Cold Steel, so uh, Basically. He started then, from where it mattered with the Boris Spears. Oh my god. Cold so Cold Steel got dropped by GSM because GSM got bought over by a bigger company. Did they really? And then so Yeah, yeah, they did. Like literally a couple weeks after um like literally a couple weeks so, after, so who owns them Cold now? Steel got. Who owns GSM? No, who owns Cold Cold Steel? Uh, still GSM, but. Uh, but they got acquired by like a bigger fish. So, it was acquired by, Gridiron Capital. Terms of transaction were not disclosed. So that means that the head, the big boss of the big boss has changed. And so now that the big boss, big boss has changed, um, Cold Steel is kind of just bottom of food chain. I'm going to be for so, real. Their, their QA quality assurance shit's just going to fucking tank. Yeah, 100%. It's going to go uh, wait, so far Hold up. So, so who, I still don't get it. So who's producing the AD 20.5? Probably, they're probably still using that same manufacturer because they said it's in Taiwan for Cold Steel, right? Yeah, 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 for but sure. I'm yeah. not sure. So, yeah, that's why I think their QA is taking a bit of a dump. I think Cold Steel's probably going to move from Taiwan though to somewhere in China, more than likely. Yeah, anywhere cheaper. Also, really. apparently, apparently, the Never Unarmed, uh, what's it called the magazines, they're like really, really good. I, I don't know much because I don't, I don't shoot obviously. Oh, do they sell gun magazines? See. Yeah, the 1911 magazine. It's a uh, budget priced and apparently really, really good. Forty dollars each. Uh, that's pretty cool. Very, very interesting. This is breaking news. I'm not guys. rich enough uh, to own a 1911. For those of you guys who are still so listening, what's I'm that? not rich enough to own a 1911. The fuck you mean you're not rich enough to own a 19? I thought it was like an American classic. I mean, yeah, they are if you got fucking, you know, thousand-ish dollars and up. Are they actually that expensive? Yeah. 
even the cheapest ones, Fuck like me. the Rock Island Armor in 1911s, those are still like six or seven hundred dollars. And those are like those are like I'm... the quote unquote budget 19. Like those are like poor oh, people 1911s. That's a when I get lot. my when when I hopefully get a a gun license in Australia, I'm gonna I'm gonna save up and get a a bootleg 1911 made in like fucking Germany or China or something. <laughs> just just for the memes. Just to trigger all the Americans. Even like a Taurus um, 1911s like fucking 7 or 800 bucks. Like Yeah, so I've heard Jesus like the 1911s and the 2011s like for the Oh, 2011s uh, are shooting. way way fucking worse. Yeah, the competition pistols, right? Yeah, fucking They're also oh, thick God. as fuck, yeah. but yeah, it's got to be real interesting to see how uh Lynn Thompson moves his company from from here on out. Quick side uh, note, I think it's Have you seen th- yeah. any of the John Wick movies? Yeah. So you can buy the 1911 that that was used in John Wick with the with the Microtech uh switchblade as well. <laughs> like the Microtech OTF, like for what? The cheap cheap price of like $7,000? I think the gun um the actually the guy who taught my um concealed carry class he owns uh one of the one of the uh STI 1911s from the John Wick thing. It was like 5500 bucks, I think. Was it a was it a twenty eleven or a nineteen? I felt I felt like it was I think a it depends on which movie. Yeah, the in John Wick three, I remember it was a twenty eleven, and then, yeah, very interesting. It I see. It's a double stack. So yeah, the one they have here, uh, the 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 base model one they have is is the twenty eleven. <laughs> it's uh, forty eight hundred dollars. It's out of stock, and then you anything you add to it, obviously, it's forty eight hundred dollars and then anything you add to it obviously will raise the price but i mean holy you fucking with the fuck. best man i like I've, there's a there's a point of diminishing returns where you're you cannot perform as good as your gun can and that's probably where it is jesus god I, i'm gonna keep it real with you though like it, it looks pretty fucking sleek i like the the bronze it looks great like that. he said his wife got it for him yeah, for anniversary i was like what the fuck my wife needs to step her game up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and all, all he needs now is uh, just he needs a, to get that Microtech uh, the Continental box set for like yeah, two grand or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, the Continental bo- box with the with the three OTFs that he needs, um, and he's he's good to go. That's really interesting though. Um, very interesting to see how. Um, oh, he's still stabbing. He's still stabbing through car doors with his or car hoods with his battle song. Yeah, of course, of course he does. Oh, what? You God, think Lin- never changes. You think Lynn Thompson's ever gonna change? Like he has a fucking Helbert like on his on a store. I don't think he's ever gonna gonna throw it away. The only thing he's gonna throw it at is the fucking car door. Um, <laughs> that's definitely gonna be interesting. So I'm very but Lynn hopeful fucks to so see. Much. God. Yeah, I'm I'm really hopeful to see what he he comes up with because hopefully by the time that I get back to Australia, uh, I'll be able to get my gun license and then I'll be able to import some of his stuff because his goal is always like you know affordable, affordable stuff like that and so that's gonna be really fun to check up in the in the long term. Uh, but right now, if you guys feel like helping him get his company off the ground, give his website. A check and uh follow him on instagram too at um what was it called at lynn thompson it? it's lynn's lynn never thompson. unarmed is the never unarmed. lynn's underscore never unarmed yeah. lynn's never unarmed um very very interesting stuff especially if you like to see all your old cold steel shenanigans uh from the big man himself 
Okay, uh, and that brings us to the conclusion of today's episode on the Worst Blade Show Award. Uh, after that breaking news uh, seg- segment in between. We went way off topic, Our but I couldn't worst... help it. Yeah. It w- I, what can I say? I like guns. Uh, like Lynn. Uh, our worst of Blade Show is a private image we received from one of our friends. And it's honestly not even at Blade Show. It's just we really couldn't find one particular thing that we really, really hated in, in Blade Show this year. Uh, except maybe the Fox Knife Saturn. Because... I, I really that that was my vote. Fuck tools. that knife. That thing's hideous and overpriced, yeah. and the, the lock is stupid. But this is also a pretty bad knife. Yeah, everything's just a little bit broken about that one. But uh, we <laughs> we don't have the worst of show, but we definitely have one that uh, is very close. Uh, and it's a tactical spike pen, uh, sent by a friend of one of our. One of our friends. Um, friend of a friend of a friend. Very questionable. It looks... It this definitely looks forged. It, it does, does, not it, a knife. It doesn't really look forged. It I've never seen so much pitting like in my fucking life. kind of looks like it, it crawled out of my butthole. I'm going to be for real. Like, it, it looks like it's made out of tinfoil. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> I see it. I think it's just a lot of uh, decarb and and scale that wasn't like brushed off properly. Also, and it just kind of solidified. No retention on the clip at all. I'm sure you can see that. Um, there's a clip on. Ah, uh, yeah, for sure. But no retention to it. Um, yeah. It's not even a sharp point. It's kind of blunted. Yep. And this is supposed to be like a tactical glass breaker pen. And it's made out Kubaton. of Damascus, I think. May not dem- Please tell me you're lying. No, I'm pretty certain. Oh no! Please. You can double check me, but I'm 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 fairly certain it's. Please, Damascus. <laughs> My heart can't take this. Please don't. <laughs> I'm really hoping it's not Damascus. Let's see. Everybody meet. Uh, sorry, not dogs. Everybody meet the comrades. Solid one piece forging from a mystery Damascus end cut. What the fuck does mystery Damascus mean? He don't know what it is. Oh, there's a video of him rolling this fucking thing. Wait, how is it Damascus if there's not... That clip is begging to snap off. Holy shit. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay. Ay, ay, Yeah, okay, anyway, this is uh probably one of the worst things I've seen this week. Uh, just thought I'd share it with, with uh, Jake and the rest of the audience. We don't actually have a pick for worst thing. Uh, that's happened this uh, this blade show, but uh, and if you donate to yeah. us at patreon.com backslash behind the edge, you can look at it in our follow along. We'll have a picture of this, thing. yeah. And you can also message us, you can have conversations with our followers, followers are cult. Uh, you can have conversations with Jim because he's the only good follow <laughs> also uh, we have... because i'm feeling generous if you donate to us at our website behind the edge podcast or is it behind the edge podcast hold on yeah behind the edge podcast.com slash donate if you donate there and you message me telling me you donated i will also let you into the discord yeah you get to you get to join our cool cool Discord with uh, the follow along. You get to see our news. You get to keep track, and we also have a nice 
trying to be neat document of uh every single episode so you can look at pictures uh the pictures we're looking at and uh you can have conversations with us so we're gonna really enjoy that and also stay tuned because hopefully within the next episode we're gonna have a new sponsor and we'll be able to afford some better quality of life changes i'm gonna buy me a new fucking macbook um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna get a 4k tv yeah we're we're gonna move to america yeah yeah yeah. buy my Uh, house full full plane ticket everything yeah i get to live in a in a 30-story apartment we started at the bottom now we're here we're we're moving on up yeah started from the bottom (laughs) started from the bottom in singapore now we're here (laughs) (laughs) crawling on the streets of america yeah, so um, that brings us to the end of this episode of Behind the Edge Podcast. It's uh, very nice to be recording with you guys uh, once again. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on some of the stuff we talked about this uh, this week. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think about Lynn Thompson's future, what you think about the 80-20, 80-20.5, and also uh, just some of the news in general. Uh, it's great to talk to you guys, and we'll see you guys again soon. Bye, guys. Take care. See ya. Stupid motherfuckers.